Thanks for choosing to hit the play button. This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company with Ed Cannon, FEBC president. I'm Wayne Shepard, and on this podcast and for many podcasts to come in the future, we're going to be focusing on something called the International Forum. You're very excited about what happened here, Ed. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's really in my blood, Wayne. I've been wanting to do this with FEBC for years. Uh, It's been at the top of my priority list. Unfortunately, we get kind of wrapped up with fixing towers and uh, (laughs) getting programmers and directors. And so we had to— It's not all about hardware, is it? No, it's certainly not. As a matter of fact, let me go straight to Scripture in Hebrews chapter 10. Let us hold unswerving to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together— as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another. Let us encourage one another. So we want to train the emerging leaders within FEBC um, on basic principles of leadership. Uh, In many cases, I think in our ministry and other ministries, people who rise to the top as being enthusiastic and energetic and maybe talented and gifted in what they do like broadcasting— automatically become the leaders of the organization, but they're ill-equipped. They don't understand what leadership means. Mm -hmm. What is strategic thinking? What are business plans? How do you put a budget together? How do you expect people to deliver on their performance and then hold them accountable? How do you measure performance? Um, How do you guide and mentor people? So all these leadership skills are really important for us to yeah, very important. Build in the young people. But, but more importantly, what I just read from Hebrews, let us encourage one another. Let us hold one another together. So as we gather these young people from dozens of countries around the world uh, and teach those things, the real value in these training sessions are to get them to know one another. Mm-hmm to get them to hear about one another's struggles and pray with each other, to learn from them what works in your organization and your country, and maybe we can use the same thing where we are. So that's probably enough talking about that. Well, it's important because what are there, some 900 broadcasters working with FEBC around the world? At least that many full-time and maybe another twice as many that are volunteers. And it's one thing to hold seminars, and they're very important, and and learn principles and that sort of thing. But you and I know from our own experience that when you have a model in flesh, you know, somebody you can relate to, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. someone you admire, and Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. learn from their experience, Mm -hmm. that's a powerful teacher. That's right. So what we want to do in this podcast today is not only let you experience a little bit of what those conferences are like, but we want you to meet those people. Meet our young leaders. Meet the next generation of people who are going to lead FEBC on into the future. You know, Wayne, they're probably going to be using media platforms that you and I can't even understand <laughs> right, today. To the next generation, yeah. And it is our hope that through these kinds of trainings, we will instill in them that what the platform is doesn't matter. You use the most effective platform. What matters is adherence to the mission 
and love for one another. So this forum took place in Kuala Lumpur, and I assume that was a, a central place where many people from many different countries could get together easily and meet, huh? Yeah, and uh, access sometimes is difficult. Certain countries, some of our people can't get into because there's a uh, government disagreement or mm-hmm. concerns. And yeah, Malaysia was a place that was fairly easy for all of our okay. people to all get right. to. Cheap. Well, Uh, facilities and uh, easy access through an airport. Well, you were there, and I know how much it meant to you personally, but our producer, Jonathan Ortiz, was there as well. And Jonathan's going to bring us uh, a conversation he had. Uh, Tell us about what we're going to hear. So this interview is with Lucio, who's the new director of FEBC Philippines. Dan Cura has been FEBC's director for a number of years and has done an extraordinary job, and he's just transitioned the leadership very effectively to a bright, young, enthusiastic director who you're going to get to meet in this interview named Lucio. Let's hear about it. So I'm from the Philippines, um, and a Filipino home is a home where, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, connection with the family members. We value uh, relationships, and we're very close. Um, And uh, my wife and I have a very open communication and I have three uh, grown children you know uh, my, my eldest is already working Anton um, one is uh, Carlo the next one is about to graduate and my daughter Isabel is on her second year in, in the university so it's, it's a very uh, uh, dynamic uh, home setup uh, wherein uh, people are able to speak what they uh, speak their minds you know uh, what they think about and that they are well respected in the home. Uh, it's an environment where communication is uh, espoused. So that's that's something that, uh, and we love uh, to spend time together. Um, and this is one value that I have. I value my family. I value the time that I spend with them. Uh, however involved I am in ministry, uh, I don't forget that uh, my home is my ministry as well. What have you been learning from God's Word as you do ministry? Oh, wow. It's, it's really um, uh, the element of staying faithful um, to His calling. I fully understand and uh, accept that uh, God has called me into this ministry. And, uh, and the reason being is that as I maintain that um, intimate personal relationship with Him, um, God's Word says that you would know His voice. And, and that is a powerful thing indeed for, for us uh, who, who follow him um, to be able to discern um, how he is speaking to us and where he is directing us uh, um, to, to be part of in his kingdom building, you know. Um, so that's, that's very important. Yeah. What part of the gospel message um, are you most excited about sharing with your listeners? Oh, wow. I always say this, uh, that uh, the greatest act of love is to share the gospel, the full gospel of Jesus Christ to another person. And uh, because this gospel is indeed transformational uh, for the life of uh, a person, it's, it's, it's a transformation that is eternal. And I, I believe that the grace that is encapsulated in that uh, gospel is something that covers everyone. I fully understand that God chooses um, whom uh, uh, a person uh, to be part of uh, his, uh, to be adopted into his family. But we, who follow him, we proclaim that, we broadcast that gospel to, to all. 
And I think that is the, uh, the biggest element of what I love about what we do, that uh, the gospel that we broadcast can change the life of anyone, regardless of that person's background. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's it. It's a miracle, Wayne, that we get people like Lucio to come and serve at FEBC. Mm-hmm. The passion this man has for the ministry and our mission and exactly what we do, I can sum it up by him saying, the greatest act of love is to share the gospel with someone. That's good. So I think he loves his work, Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And if nothing else, I'm impressed with the fact that here is a young man taking on this leadership of our ministry in the Philippines, which is an extensive ministry in the Philippines, and doing so with with such an understanding of the gospel and what it takes to do his job. I mean, he's got it together as a young man. I wish I could have said it as well as he says it when I was that age. Yeah, that's right. So the next chapter of this interview is we're going to talk a little bit more about the content of the conference, mm-hmm. the leadership development. The next questions that Jonathan poses to Lucio are about what are you taking away from this conference? What's most valuable? Let's hear what he has to say. Well, going to the conference, uh, you know, some questions here. Describe the kind of issues that you want to learn about. Um, I think uh, the, the biggest thing that I have, uh, I'm learning from all the, the this engagement uh, with uh, FEBC International, seeing my brothers and sisters in other fields, is field units that are experiencing a lot of oppression and government regulation, I, I see how the gospel, the work is thriving and growing and the commitment that these, uh, these brothers and sisters have in doing kingdom, kingdom work. Um, and because of that, I can't take anything for granted, especially in a country like the Philippines where we are not under uh, an oppressive uh, uh, environment. We are, the government is not after us. Um, so there's no reason to be um, laid back. There's no reason to take things for granted. We need to be inspired by our brothers who are in, in environments that are hostile. Uh, uh, gospel is uh, uh, inimical to the gospel of Christ. So uh, I think that's the, the biggest uh, takeaway and the biggest uh, encouragement. Every time I engage, especially our brothers uh, in, in Africa, for example, in Chad, I, I get I got to know uh, Pastor Tom Thomason, and um, I, I'm just blown away by his life. Um, and so, so that's true also for our for the other people I've known, uh, got to know here. What have you heard that you will want to put it into practice? There are a lot, but uh, I think the first thing is uh, that we need to stay true to the mission of FEBC. Um, I think the highest uh, form of an organization is an organization that lives and breathes its purpose. So I believe, firmly believe that uh, we need to be living the, our, our core values as an organization, as FEBC, at every level in the organization. So I think that's something that is central to me as the leader of, uh, of, of the Philippines as, and also as an example to, to my fellow missionaries and, and FEBC. Why do you think that this gathering is so important for the health of your ministry? All right. Um, oftentimes, when we are in our own uh, field unit, we feel that this is the only world that uh, um, exists, you know. Um, but when we get to gather in, in an environment like this, in a setting like this, 
we see that we are all facing a lot of similar things uh, and um, a lot of distinctives in different uh, field units uh, that somehow um, we tend to gloss over in our own setting. Um, and therefore, when I get to speak and um, hear stories about what they are going through, then I realize that those, those um, issues, those uh, relevant topics that are um, alive in those areas, uh, in, in those countries, uh, should be also in our purview back in the Philippines. So that makes uh, uh, the work, um, the scope of it bigger and wider, um, and not just confined to what we uh, face in, in the Philippines in our own setting. I love listening to what Lucio said about the value he's taken away from this conference. You know, we can try and design a conference that's filled with training of modern-day leadership principles and the kind of elements of running a business that are really important. But I'm so encouraged that what he said his major takeaway was being together with his brothers and sisters in Christ who are serving like he is, but in more difficult places, places where there's great oppression, understanding how he can pray for them, building this camaraderie together so that they're linearly focused on doing God's work. Iron sharpens iron. It's exactly where we started in the book of Hebrews. Let us not give up on meeting together, or as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. Build one another up, Wayne. That's what he said his takeaway from this conference is, and that really warms my heart. So 10, 15, 20 years from now, when we're in this generation long gone, and this young man is leading the organization, he's already built that powerful relationship with his brothers and sisters who are serving in places like China and Indonesia and Vietnam and Russia, difficult places, but they're doing it together Mm -hmm. as one in unity, as Christ has challenged his disciples. And the learning is not one way. The learning is both ways, isn't it? We learn from them. Yeah, within the kingdom, Wayne, we can always learn from one another. Mm -hmm. I mean, we might look down and say, well, these guys don't have the advanced training in radio or broadcasting that we might have here in the United States, but maybe we don't have the passion and desire. We heard his heart for the gospel today, didn't we? That's right. And you know, one of the themes, we talked about it here a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, but that pervades all across FEBC is this close to the listener. The concept that we understand who they are, where they live, what their culture speaks to them, and those understandings and putting that into part of the design of the way we do our broadcasts are why I think FEBC's staff are so successful. Well, let's go back to Kuala Lumpur and the International Forum for just a moment because uh, Jonathan asked Lucio how we could pray for his ministry. Um, I think the the biggest uh, prayer item would be um, just praying for the people who do the work in FEBC, Um, people who form the core in the organization. They need to be as rooted as they can be and abiding in Christ. Because if the core is weak, then the outworking will be even weaker. Um, so the strength and the faithfulness of the people who are in who, who are in FEBC, they need to continue to be growing and being growing their roots deeper and deeper in their relationship with Christ. So pray for that. That we are called first and foremost to be faithful 
rather than successful. If we are faithful to knowing, loving, and serving God, um, and then everything else will follow uh, with challenges, of course. Thank you. What a wonderful prayer request. He says, we don't want to be praying that we're successful. We want to be praying that we are faithful, which is a demonstration of his trust in God. And when we trust God will lead us, we don't have to pray to be successful because we know through our obedience we will be. So, Wayne, why don't we just gather together at this moment sure. and, and respond to Lucho with a prayer? So yeah. would you all join me? Father, we're grateful for young, talented, passionate Christians like Lucio and dozens others at this forum who are giving their life to the service of proclaiming your gospel through radio in very difficult places. And Lord, I'm humbled by his thoughtful prayer to say, Lord, we don't want to pray that we are successful. We want to pray that we are faithful to follow your lead to do things your way, to concentrate not on the things of man, but the things of God, through which our broadcasts will be successful, for your will be done, Lord, uh, that these broadcasters will learn from these conferences, will learn from one another, they will share a common bond of their commitment to your word and proclaiming it effectively in very difficult-to-reach places. We're grateful, Father, for Lucio and many others like him. And we pray today in your name. Amen. Amen. We're thankful for Jonathan Mortiz, who uh, took us to the conference in a way through the interview today. And in future podcasts, we'll bring you more of the story of the International Forum and perhaps future International Forums. You plan to do this more, right? We have another one coming up at the end of July. All right. So be listening here to Until All Have Heard. And by the way, when you go to our website, look for Unreached in Focus, which can help focus you and your church on how to pray for the unreached around the world, a third of us around the world unreached. All right, that's it. Our thanks to producer Joe Carlson and Jonathan Mortiz and Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening to Until All Have Heard. You'll find us at febc.org.